Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another beautiful episode of Just Browsing. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. Phenomenal. I would say phenomenal. But phenomenal. That doesn't go. Uh, hopefully, everyone had a great Fourth of July weekend. Yes. Uh, hopefully, you had fun celebrating with friends and family, shooting off some fireworks, drinking some beer, having a nice old-fashioned American barbecue. American. And uh, yeah, today we're going to bring you a- another bracket. <laughs> As we have discussed, and this time it's going to be the MCU bracket that we have created, which is on the Podbean website. If you mm-hmm. would like to go uh, take a look, it's on the Podbean website. You can either click on the brackets page or scroll down, and you will see a link under the Pixar bracket that you can click on, print it off, or just look through it and let us know what your favorite Marvel movie is. So, But first... Yeah, but first. Our terrible co-host who forgot the Pixar brackets. Last time, but brought them this time. But brought them this time. We're going to go through (laughs) our Pixar results from um, some other people that filled them out. And then we're also going to quickly go through, I guess we'll probably go through our movie franchise uh, brackets that we do have. And then we'll go through the Pixar ones real quick before we jump into the MCU. So Yeah, yeah. So this is a very, uh, you know, we joke all the time about being the Just Brackets podcast. Um, This is going to be definitely a Just Brackets episode. So we have, thanks to my lovely fiance, who has been (laughs) hyping up this podcast to everyone that she works with. Uh, during night shift, she has gotten quite a few results actually from the not only the movie franchise bracket that we put together long time ago, and also the Pixar movie bracket that we just recently covered like two episodes ago, and a bunch of results for the MCU bracket that Matt and I are going to be discussing today. So I'm going to run through really quickly since the um, movie franchise bracket is the oldest one. Um, if you're listening to this episode and you have not heard, our movie franchise bracket series of podcasts. I think we did three of those. Um, Go back and check those out. And we read some results at that time, Um, you know, obviously in addition to Matt's selections and my selections, but here are some additional ones. And then I'll cover some of the Pixar results um, from last time. Since you guys know what Matt selected and what I selected, you'll get an idea of what some other people thought, um, you know, their, their favorite Pixar movies were. And then we'll move into the, MCU bracket. So, um, going back to the movie franchise bracket. So, again, if you haven't listened to those episodes, they, we had 64 movie franchises. And the guidelines were basically any had movie franchise that had more than three movies. Or, yeah, three is yeah. four. Because well, we, 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 dis- we discussed, and it was like three is a trilogy. More than that is like a full-on franchise that, you know, and, and could be, it, it could be four, it could be ten. So, so like, just a quick blurb, too, on that. Like, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit were considered one franchise because they we lumped those together they technically are the same franchise Mm -hmm. yeah so so um first one up it looks like from taylor uh she selected indiana jones as her all-time favorite movie franchise which i think is the first one i've seen her and chris would have been yeah could be great friends good for taylor i'm a big fan of the indiana jones series so good for her i think that Um, might yeah whatever keep going (laughs) Eugene, Lord of the Rings. So Lord right. of the Rings slash The Hobbit. That's a good pick. I think we've, we've seen a couple of those before. Alyssa. Uh, it looks like it came down to Star Wars and Harry Potter, and she never did make a decision. <laughs> she kind of just put both in there. So I think she was paralyzed with indecision, and she just put Star Wars, Harry Potter. So there you go. So that's, that's someone who's very, very close to our own hearts there. Yeah. <laughs> someone that we will give credit to 
partial and, credit. And pa- partial credit to each of our brackets. Um, this Choose one's unnamed, equally. but we have an Alien selection. So the oh, Alien franchise, all-time favorite upset. for whoever filled this one out. Um, we terrible have for Kimberly, Resident Evil. Oh, another that's, terrible That's a pretty movies. surprising. I like the Alien selection. I'm not a big fan of the Resident Evil selection. I mean, right. I like the Resident Evil movies; they're entertaining. But like, as your favorite franchise of all time, and we're not we're know. not dissing you. You know, you, everyone has their own opinions. That, that's but, why but, we're going through these. But results. we are dissing yeah. you because yeah. I mean, everyone you know, you know, everyone's got their own. It's not Harry Potter or Star Wars. Yeah. So we're dissing <laughs> you. Uh, this one is the absolute most absurd selection I've seen thus far going through these results. Uh, Clarice uh, picked Medea. It was Medea versus Twilight in the championship, and she picked Medea. That is absolutely fucking insane. So good for you, I guess, you know, teach their no, own. But, no, um, no, not good that's, for you. That's absolutely absurd. Um, Danielle looks like she had Fast and Furious franchise. So I think that's actually the first one I've seen for Fast and Furious franchise, which is a little bit surprising because that seems to be, like, one of the most famous franchises that are, you know, still going in Hollywood. Fast um, 14. For Devin, he had Jason Bourne. So right, good pick for Devin. Bad, not bad. Uh, I'm a big fan of the the Jason Bourne franchise. And Alyssa picked Underworld. Okay. So we have an another. Underworld and a Resident Evil pick in there somewhere. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> so, and I've thought of this before. I didn't talk to Zach at all about it, but I'm just going to let everyone know now. I am going to work to build a spreadsheet on our Podbean website. It's going to be another, um, you know, link under the brackets, it's probably just going to be bracket results, and I'm just going to tally up, you know, the champions of all the brackets and just say who's won what. So, ooh, that'll be interesting. Um, so we can know we, like which franchise know. or which Pixar movie was right had the most votes. So, or so if you wanna, you know, have a say in this, or you have someone, whether you listen to the episodes, you know, in, in whatever order, feel free to you know leave a comment on the episode and just say who who you had win or. You or know, send us an email send us or something. An email yeah. or, or go on Instagram and just say whatever, and we'll we'll tally that in, and eventually we'll go through those results at some point and just yeah. say. Because hopefully over time we'll have a decent amount of results at some point, and then we'll go okay. Yep. We've had you know thirty five people or fifty people or however many fill out brackets, and here's who got the most votes for here's best who movie has franchise. Good taste, or, and here yeah. who has bad taste. Right. <laughs> so. Um, all right, so you ready to hear some Pixar results? Let's hear some Pixar. Okay, this is an unnamed bracket, but we have a Finding Nemo champion. Okay. I feel like that's a pretty good pick. I mean, Finding Nemo's I feel good. like Pixar, there's really no wrong answer, to be it, honest. Yeah, it's really hard to, to go wrong here on a Pixar bracket. Um, we have Lindsay picked Brave as her all-time favorite Pixar movie. That's a bold choice. That's, that's my that's least That's a brave choice. Favorite. That's a brave choice. I like what you did there. That's my <laughs> least favorite Pixar movie. See what I did there? You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, Meredith picked Soul. I like that pick. That's a that's one of the very new ones. Soul was pretty good. I like that one. Um, another Soul. Eugene picked Soul. Um, let's see. We got Tiffany picked Wally. So there you hey. go. We got Alyssa picked Inside Out, which I still haven't seen. We talked about that last <sighs> it's time. It's just like a downer. Uh, let's see. Nina picked Coco. I think that's the first Coco I've seen. And I had someone reach out to me actually that said Coco was their choice as well. Really? Yep. Okay. So there's a couple for, so there's a couple for Coco. Coco. My fiance Taya picked a Bugs Life. She had a Bugs Life versus Monsters Inc. in the finals with a Bugs Life winning, which I think was very close to kind of what I had, but good pick. You can't go wrong with the Bugs Life. No. Bugs Life is one of my favorites. Great. Um, Hannah picked up. So there you nah, go. Another, Similar another to our one. buddy Brandon. 
Um, let's see. Christina picked Brave. Another I'm pick for Brave. Brave. Another that Brave seems pick. pretty crazy. Um, let's see. We got a Monsters, Inc. That actually might be mine. <laughs> mine might be in there somewhere. Um, we got an Incredibles pick. Oddly enough, I think that's like the first Incredibles I've seen out of all the results yeah, that I don't, I've looked at. I don't at. think... Laura picked Cars. We have a pretty good disparity here in selections, actually. Liz has Monsters, Inc. So there's another Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. Another Brave. Kimberly picked Brave. Brave. So there's three Braves. Brave literally might, <laughs> on the, on, when I run through the stats, might beat everything out. Here's another Incredibles. Clarice picked Incredibles. I'm kind of surprised I haven't seen a Toy Story. Danielle picked Monsters, Inc. So I've seen Monsters, Monsters Inc. and Incredibles Inc. Yep. come up multiple times. Here's another Incredibles. Because well, didn't you pick Monsters, Inc.? I picked Monsters, Inc., yeah. And I had them lose to uh, Wally. Yeah. Emmett picked Finding Nemo. So there's the second Finding Nemo. Devin picked A Bug's Life. So there's another A Bug's, Bug's Life. Life. And Jane picked Coco. There's another Coco. Wow, so Coco might... Coco and Brave are two of the... Those are sleepers. surprising to me. Yeah, those are sleepers. I like, you know, A Bug's Life, Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc., and The Incredibles. Those don't surprise me at all. But Brave and Coco really surprised me. Brave way more than Coco. Yeah. Brave, that was like my least favorite one I've seen so far. So for people to say, like, that's my favorite Pixar ever, I'm like, okay. Well, Interesting choice. I mean, we have results. Well, yeah. like I said, I'll work to get those put into a spreadsheet. And uh, yeah, so thank you everyone for filling these yes, out. Thank and you. Thank thanks, you. Thanks for listening. If you yeah. do, thank you, Taya, for uh, for collecting all of these results for us. So, and we're not done yet. We'll go through the results at the end of our brackets just to see what champions they had. So, I think without further ado, for those of you that do watch the stream or YouTube's whatever, we do have the bracket up on the screen. If you want to follow along, like I said, it is on our Podbean webpage under the brackets or under the links. Feel free to click on it and follow through with us. Um, again, just like Pixar, these are rated based on the IMDb rankings. So obviously one had the highest. And if any of them had the same ranking, which there were, I think, four or five that probably had the same, it was just whatever Google sorted it is yeah. what we picked. So that's how the seeds um, ended up. So that's up. how the seeds – I was going to put the ranking – the rankings – the ratings on there. But if you ever look at the bracket, it's impossible to read half of them because yeah. it's just so long. Yeah, so, some of these you got to kind of squint at because these Marvel movies have really long names. It'll be like Captain America colon the first Avenger or yeah, something. And it, it's like you know five words it, long, it, so it's, it's kind of hard to <laughs> squeeze it in there. Um I would say another thing just to mention real quick before we work through this is this one had exactly 23 movies on it, similar to our Pixar movie podcast. Um, another thing to disclose, similar to the Pixar situation, at the time of us building these brackets, the newest Pixar movie, Luca, was not yet released. And then the newest MCU movie, Black Widow, is going to be released like this upcoming weekend. So... At the point of building these brackets, there was exactly 23 movies of each. Correct. And we figured, you know, all of these have been out for at least a couple of years. People have had a chance to go see them, you know, including one that is literally brand new. Most people probably haven't had a chance right. to see it, so there's no sense putting it on the bracket. So. And we already had a 23 bracket format because yeah, we just there did you go. it. So. That was honestly when we were going through this for the Pixar and the MCU, when we were doing that, you know, that random kind of shooting the shit episode and we were building all the the spreadsheets with the IMDb rankings and stuff, I was like, I didn't know, actually, that both of them had exactly 23 movies yeah, at the time. Honestly, I was, I knew 
Marvel was either 22 or 23, but yeah. Pixar was the one I was like, yeah. I feel like there's like 100 Pixar Yeah, movies. doesn't it seem like there's way more than 23 and Pixar movies? I think but. it's because Pixar and DreamWorks kind of make movies that are very yeah, they look, similar, they look pretty in, similar in look, yeah. so you can kind of, which we need to do a DreamWorks. <laughs> oh boy, another, another bracket idea. We, I'm down. We are going to change our name to just brackets. It's literally going to, this podcast is going to morph into the just we'll, brackets. We'll do that later on because I know we've been doing like a lot of brackets recently. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think we have lots of ideas for brackets that, like you said, we can save for later. We'll, we'll cover I think some brackets stuff. just the best way to discuss something and yeah. get other people to do it too because yeah. then it opens it up to see like, oh, they didn't like this one at all. Right. Well, and I think one. it's a lot easier, too, than just having this open-ended discussion of what's your favorite Pixar movie. Because then if someone, you know, if we're asking people out there who don't, are, they're not sitting down like us and have the whole list up in front of them, they're just going to go, oh, I don't know. I don't know all of them, but I really like Iron Man or whatever. Well, and they're just going to pull something out of their head. And I like that it makes you make hard decisions. Right, like our yeah. TV franchise thing, all of my favorite ones were in one section of the bracket. Yeah. So I had to make all hard decisions every round. And then the right. championship, I'm like, well... This was, yeah. Whatever one out of there was gonna win for yeah. me. So, because it, like you said, it makes you come down to you know if if you were go if you were to go, Matt, what's like your top five favorite shows? You would go, okay, I have these five favorite shows. They're in no particular order or whatever. Like I have a lot of those, right. a lot of top fives like and that. Where I'm like, you I, go, I can't no, rank them one, two, win. three, four, five. But like the bracket goes, no, you have to rank them. Yeah. Because then it comes down to, what if one is against four? Like you know. Are they really the same in your opinion, or is one number one and one's number four? You're gonna have to make that decision, you know. So it's just a it's a strategic way for us to build conversation and limit conversation. Yeah, because yeah. then we don't go back and like revisit. We're like, oh, they lost in the first round, but I want to say this. It's like, right now that you're done with them. So. Yeah, like you had to make the decision, and that team didn't move on. So there you go. Um, how do you want to start this? So I think I, we're going to follow the same. <coughs> start from me. like top left. and kinda. We're going to go top left. We're going to do the 16-17 matchup, which uh, we have Iron Man 3 is 16 and Thor the Dark World coming in at 17. Me personally, I took Iron Man 3. I actually liked Iron Man 3. I thought that was a good movie. Um, Interesting. I wasn't the biggest fan of Thor the Dark World. I don't know why. It just didn't really... It didn't really hit me, whereas Iron Man 3, just for some reason, I like that movie. Like, it's one yeah. of the rewatchable ones for me. Interesting. So, I, I went the opposite way. I went Thor the Dark World on this and one. So, the um, fighting begins. <laughs> well, I like how I think we're probably going to have some parody here, maybe until the very end. Um, but I think this matchup is a matchup between, in my opinion, and I think this is an opinion that a lot of people share, two of the weakest movies in the MCU, I think. Um, As they are shown in sixteen and seventeen, right? Yeah, and I think it makes sense because they were so lowly, they're so low seated, and they were seated that way because of their low IMDb rankings. Um, you know, it's the third entry in the Iron Man franchise. I think it's definitely the weakest out of the three, and Thor: The Dark World is the second in the Thor franchise, and I think Thor. I think that's definitely the weakest of the Thor franchise. So you have the two weakest so, yeah, it's of like, their respective characters. Yeah, exactly. It's like out of those two trilogies, I think you're, you, you're talking about two of the weakest movies out of those trilogies. And I think I just enjoyed Thor The Dark World more. I've seen Iron Man 3 more just because it's on TV it's a on lot. It's on TV a lot more. Um, but it's definitely not my favorite Iron Man. I, I like the first two a lot more. So Interesting. I'll get to Iron Man 2 when we get to that side of the bracket. But okay. Iron Man's definitely my favorite. Of the, the three original, to the original yeah, one, yeah. but Iron Man 3's, you know, it's there. Okay. Uh, moving on to our next matchup in the first round. Again, these brackets are weird just because of it being 23, so there's a lot of buys. Um, we're going to go to the 13 and the 20 seed, which for 13 we have Spider-Man Far From Home 
against Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think we probably have the same one here. I went with Spider-Man, mm-hmm. um, Far From Home. Ant-Man and the Wasp was good. It's just not one of those like super captivating characters that you really buy into, and you're like, yeah, oh, I can really get into his movies, and you know, her because they haven't come out with the the Wasp movie yet. No, um, they do have a planned third movie in this Ant-Man series. It'll be it's like called Quantum Mania or something. It's like Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. I, I will say like, and we'll get to it. But you know, I I just we won't we'll talk about it when we get to the movie, but. Yeah, I went with Spider-Man. I think... I did, too. I, I, I like the, the new selection. Spider-Man. I will say I'm a big uh, Tobey Maguire fan. I think his uh-huh. Spider-Mans are by far the best. Yeah. And they're the most OG for, for at least our generation. Yeah. Um, but Holland does a great job. I think he's great. He's, and I, he's a yeah. great Spider-Man and I, character. I think um, finally getting Spider-Man in the MCU is exactly what needed to happen. Talk about a character. headache, though. Thanks a lot, Sony, but talk right. about a damn headache. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of Far From Home. I think yeah. it's probably, if not as good, maybe even better than that first Spider-Man: Homecoming. They well, made. speaking of that, it, our twelve and twenty-one, we have Spider-Man: Homecoming against. I can't even read this; it printed out so small. I think Captain that one's America, the first, the Avenger. first Avenger. Yeah, so the first Captain America movie. Well, so what would you? Have I went here? with Spider-Man: Homecoming. I did too. I, I like that yeah. movie a lot. I, it was it was one yeah. that really stuck with me and. It's just a good movie. It it shows the innocence of the MCU, mm-hmm. but then it also shows like the vulnerabilities of it. Uh-huh. You know, you have a high schooler that has to fight, you know, his demon, which you know, you know, we all know becomes the villains and shit. And it's just, it's. I think it's good. I like the yeah. storyline. I, I think the Spider-Man character from the comics, like the his any Spider-Man movies, are really fortunate because they benefit from. Spider-Man from the comics having the best cast of villains. Like, Spider-Man has the best villains. And in Spider-Man Homecoming, Vulture is a tremendous villain. I'm a big fan of that that character in that movie. And you can kind of tell they tried to do, like... They try and mimic the Green Goblin. A little bit, yeah. He's very similar to the Green Goblin. similar type character. But it's it's but cool. It, you kind of you have some sympathy for the vulture guy because he's just kind of like a working man, trying to provide works for construction, his trying to provide for his family, and he just keeps getting screwed over and screwed over and screwed over. And he's looking at like a guy like Tony Stark, going like, "How is this guy? You know, everyone celebrates him, and he's you know he's a billionaire, but like yet I'm trying to do kind of the same thing, and then I'm this everyone you right. know shits on me for it. Like wh- I don't. That's not fair. So he's like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna start stealing." You know, alien technology from the Avengers and selling them on the black market and making money. Like, which he did. You can kind of understand where he's coming from, you know, which makes him like a compelling villain. And uh, it's kind of cool to see um, Michael Keaton playing that character too. He plays it really well. Yeah, because he's you know Batman from yep. back in the day, and so he's kind of doing the opposite side now, where he's not playing the hero; he's just playing a he's, villain in someone else's. He switched else's to the better, uh, the better universe. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's you know, and it, he's not. You know, spoiler alert for for anyone who's not seen Spider-Man: Homecoming, but he's not dead at the end of the movie. No, so they can bring Vulture back, which I think they probably will at some point for Tom it'll, Holland's it'll be Spider-Man to fight. It, so it, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I or, like that movie a lot. It's or movie. he'll come back and there'll be allies like yeah, maybe. Um, I can't even think of his name right now. The James Franco character, the Goblin's son, was it James Franco? Yeah, it's James Franco. Yeah, right? from the you're talking about from the original. Yeah, trilogy. from the original when he came uh, back and then he started to help Peter. In, uh, yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's the Green Goblin's son. Or, well, the Black Spider-Man or whatever that's called since it's not, I guess, Venom. And why can't I'm I think lo- of I'm his name? I'm looking it up. Hang on. It's going to bother me. Oh, 
Wait, no, that's, that's, that's MCU. <laughs> Uh, hang on. Okay, I just love when you get a thought and you're like, "Yeah." You're like, "Oh, never mind." Never mind. Uh, Okay, he's Harry Osborn. Harry Osborn. That's right. He comes back and he helps um, Peter Parker. Yeah, he does. So maybe never know. I kind of hope they don't, or I'm going to call him Star Wars for just copying what's already been done. (laughs) Um, Okay, so um, So that was it for the left side. Do you want to do the eight nine matchup? Oh no, that's second round. That's second round. We'll do uh, we'll do fifteen eighteen, which is Ant Man and Iron Man two. I I had Ant Man moving on because and oh you did, and I was going to say this when I was talking about Iron Man three. Iron Man two is my least favorite Iron Man. I do not like Iron Man two. Really? What do you I, not like about it? I'm curious. I, I don't know. I just don't like it. it. It's just like a weird... It's just weird to me. I don't huh. like the movie. See, that's how I feel about Iron Man 3. I, the villains in Iron Man 3, or I guess the main villain in Iron Man 3, just is. it seems a little... Most of the time, the MCU villains are clearly comic booky, but they make them somewhat grounded in reality. His was way too scientific. In that mm. one in Iron Man three, it seemed way too comic booky and cheesy to yeah. me. I don't know what it was. And whereas, like in Iron Man two, it's kind of like the Russian Tony Stark who just builds these cool, like you know, whips using the arc technology right. that he uses in his suit and all that kind of stuff. And he's just trying to take down Iron Man. You have this whole history of. Ivan Venko's dad and Tony's dad, Howard, and, like, Howard fucked him over back in the day or whatever. So he's, like, this... I just didn't like it. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy that I one. also it's, liked Ant-Man. I, I think the first Iron Man is my favorite, then the second yeah. one, then the third one. That's kind of how I it would goes go for one, three, two for me. Okay. So, yeah, we're kind of just flipped on two and three. Yeah. But Ant-Man, I really liked Ant-Man. That, like... Ant-Man's cool, you, you, but I, I just don't think it's nearly as good of a movie as Iron Man 2. It's because you don't opinion. like funny Marvel movies. No, I do. Like, you I have enjoy a bad Ant-Man. taste in movies, the, the as thing, we've seen through all of our movie topics. How dare you? How dare you? You have bad taste in uh, movies. I think the thing with the Ant-Man movies, I feel a little bad because, you know, as we can tell, because we just covered this on the left side of the bracket like two minutes ago, I didn't pick Ant-Man and the Wasp to win its first round matchup, but I'm not picking Ant-Man to win its first round matchup. I like the Ant-Man movies. I just think... Out of the entire MCU, they're like two of the last ones I would go to for a rewatch. I don't know why I just... Probably because they don't have that large of an impact. Well, I think the stakes are just so much lower in those movies. They don't have that large of an impact as far as the characters go, but the technology in Ant-Man is the only thing that allows that... It's the only thing that allows Endgame to be a movie. Yeah. I think Ant-Man is super charming and a really great side is a good supplemental dad. character in Avengers Endgame. I just am not really particularly interested in seeing an entire movie about Ant-Man all the time. That's just kind of where I stand with it. I don't know. Fair enough. Paul Rudd kills it though as Ant-Man. He's that's he's, like a he's, perfect perfect role for he's, him. He's he's perfectly casted. So. So you went with Iron Man too. Mhm. Loser. So the next one is the number 10 seed Doctor Strange versus the number 23 seed, so the very last seed Captain Marvel. I had Doctor Strange winning this matchup. I had Doctor Strange as well. Um, those are the only two that I haven't seen. Oh, okay. So you just kind of made a, a random well, selection or what? I don't... We have Captain America, the first Avenger, right? Yeah. So why would we name, you know, a, a new character Captain Marvel? Like, to me, I just feel they did it wrong. Okay. I feel like her character could have been... You know, her character is a bad... I mean, it's pretty much Superman. It's Superwoman. Right. But I feel like Captain Marvel, to me, just is like... You know, let's be real. Tony Stark would should be called Captain Marvel. 
I kind of see what you're saying. He's he's because it's kind of like the, the moniker gl- saved for like the face of Marvel, right? And I don't think she's really the face of Marvel right. coming in when she did, and then not having as big of a role as most people might think she would. Yeah, I think her character she plays her character well, and I think it's an important character. But I just feel like the naming wasn't right, and I kind of feel like the storyline is a little. I feel like they kind of botched it a little bit. Okay. I picked Doctor Strange because I think Captain Marvel is a perfectly adequate movie and it's entertaining. I have watched it again once or twice um, since it came out in theaters. I just don't think I'm that excited about that character. And like you said, it's almost like the MCU's version of Superman. She's kind of like Superwoman. Right. And I've always felt like even though Superman's kind of a captivating character, it's kind of bullshit that he exists in the comics. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, so he's basically God. Right. No one can he, kill he him. Ha- like, he has one thing that can kill this him. This is and it's, pretty ridiculous yeah. to me. Like ev- everyone else, all other heroes and villains in both DC and Marvel have vulnerabilities. That's what makes it so captivating because you're like, I don't know if they're going to win this fight. You and know what I mean? Like they might get killed. Superman, it's like... He's just going to murder everyone. It's not even close. And Captain Marvel kind of feels like she's not quite that I mean, powerful. I don't know what not, her weakness is, though. Yeah, it's not that much you know, beneath They him. show like, her flying through space. He, yeah, he basically, she can person. basically just single-handedly take out giant spaceships. Yeah. Like, giant missiles that are shot from advanced alien spacecraft have no effect on her. Right, so it's, it's one of those. Yeah, it's, it's like, like okay. couldn't you just... Have- beat Thanos by yourself. Yeah, then? that's kind of what it seems like, right? Like, wouldn't it just be a one-on-one her versus Thanos and she would kind of be, you know, it'd be relatively even, ma- even him with all of the Infinity I mean, Stones, like, had a lot of trouble fighting her off. You to know jump I mean? ship to the DC universe, it's kind of like, you know, Batman versus Superman. It's like, how is, how, you have a billionaire versus an alien god. Like, right. it, it doesn't make sense yeah. how you could even make a movie out of this. Yeah. And somehow you still tried. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I think it, her character is great, but it yeah. I feel like th- there needed to be more of a storyline. I like I said, I don't I don't hate <laughs> Captain Marvel. I think it's a perfectly adequate movie, but I just don't think it's better than Doctor I, Strange. I think I, Doctor Strange is better. I think And I'm not even really like a particularly big Doctor Strange fan. I just think well, I'm a, Doctor Strange 2 is coming out. I like Benedict Cumberbatch a lot. I think he's a great actor, and he, I think he's the good whole for that role too. it's kind of cool them bringing in the whole like mysticism aspect, yeah. like Eastern mysticism into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because everything else prior to now has been like alien technology or like super advanced, you know, human technology developed by people like uh, Hank Pym and Tony Stark. Right. Whereas like now they're bringing in like, oh, okay, this is like actual magic. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which I think you is pretty cool. In magic. And plus, it's kind of. It's kind of cool to be introduced to, you know, especially for, I don't know how a lot of other people felt when this movie came out, but I had little to zero uh, exposure to Doctor Strange, the character, and his whole side of things. But it's kind of cool to know, like, oh, so there's this whole team, the Avengers, that are, like, defending humanity from, you know, alien threats from space and then super-powered bad guys and all this kind of stuff. And then there's also... Doctor Strange and his team of mystics that are protecting like our actual reality from like interdimensional right. threats. You know what from I mean? Like by using magic. Of, like that's pretty fucking right. crazy. <laughs> so we could use Doctor Strange in our uh, quantum physics discussion. Ooh, we definitely could. I by the way, I think real quick while we're on the Doctor Strange topic, I think the sequel, the, it's called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Is the, se- is the title for the he sequel. He loses his mind. I think that 
movie is going to be fucking nuts. Because the first movie is nuts. It's like watching Inception, kind of, in some of those scenes where they're like bending it, it, it the buildings and all this kind of stuff. Mind boggling. Yeah, it's a mind bendy, especially visually. You're yeah. like, whoa, what am I watching? So I think this next one is going to be even crazier, which I'm pretty excited for. So I had Doctor Strange moving on. I had Doctor Strange moving on as well. Okay. Moving on to our 14 versus our 19, we have Avengers Age of Ultron against Thor. I had Thor winning. Did you? I, See, Avengers, I, had, I had Age, Age of, of Ultron. Ultron is my least favorite Avengers. It's, I, I, it's mine as well. It's, and, it's and my I least really favorite Avengers. I really enjoy Thor. You know, Thor 1 is solid. I just think after seeing Thor Ragnarok... I definitely ride for that one way harder. And I think Avengers Age of Ultron, I would rather watch a big team-up Avengers movie, even if it is my least favorite Avengers, than the original Thor. I just, in terms of rewatchability and, and entertainment factor, I'd rather watch, I'd rather rewatch Age of Ultron. Shame. And I'm a big, like, artificial intelligence kind of guy. Shame. Like, any, anytime you have uh, artificial intelligence and, you know, Shame. robots reaching sentience in a movie, sign me up. I'm in. Shame. Did you just watch that episode of Game of Thrones? Yes, yeah, so it was on a little bit earlier before <laughs> you got here. All right, so we have yet another uh, discrepancy. All right. Well, moving on to our final uh, first-round matchup, we have Black Panther coming in at the 11th seed against the Incredible Hulk at 22. This one was very easy for me with Black Panther. I also um, had Black Panther. The Incredible Hulk, in my opinion, is probably one of the worst. They just... I feel like they never got it right, and then they haven't made a new one since. It really bums me out that we haven't gotten a solo Hulk movie done with Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, he as, deserves as, it. Yeah, I don't know why we, we haven't gotten one. that yet. Yeah, because it feels like Marvel could really fucking kill one of those. They just haven't. Because you still haven't seen Thor Ragnarok, right? Right. That, He's, that and then the Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel are yeah. the only two I haven't seen. He's a big part of Thor Ragnarok. It's kind of like a Thor and Hulk buddy team up movie. And it makes you realize like how much you love watching Mark Ruffalo's version of the Hulk in, in this iteration right. of the Hulk as compared to the incredible Hulk version. And it's like, why don't we have a solo Hulk movie? That would be so fucking cool. And they just uh, haven't I'm given it to us. I'm yet. sure there's probably something in the works. You've got to, I think hope so. There would I be. hope so. That's like one of the ones like so far, if I had any complaint or if i was like you know give me a solo movie for any of these characters that we haven't gotten yet it would definitely be hulk because he's really the only one i mean now we're having shit we have a black widow movie coming out it's like if black widow gets her own movie why can't hulk get his own right. movie he's like he's a more influential part of the avengers than black because widow is, he already you know? has a movie it's just not with the hulk that we like right which is one of the things that seems kind of weird it's like they can always say oh we have done a solo Hulk movie, and you're like, yeah, but it was with a totally different actor, and the Hulk looks and it was entirely like 2005 or whatever. Yeah, it's like so. it's not the same. Make one with Mark Ruffalo where it looks like the Hulk that we're used to in all of the Avengers movies and Thor Ragnarok. You know what I mean? One day. So I had I had uh, Black, Black Panther, Panther as well. beating that one. All so. right, so we have a we have a decent uh, discrepancies yeah, here. Yeah, we, we, we have some disparity for sure. All right, well, let's jump into the second round with okay. the number one overall seed, Avengers Infinity War. And I had Iron Man 3, but I think we're both going to have the same answer on this one. Um, I had Infinity War moving on very easily in this round. Yeah. so And, and I'll discuss about Infinity War, I think, later in the rounds when I, we need yeah, to Yeah, I was going to say I think it's safe to say that that one's probably moving on in both of our brackets, so we'll save some of our 
larger discussion on that for later. But mine was Infinity War versus Thor: The Dark World rather than Iron Man three, and I had Infinity War pretty pretty easily moving on in that matchup. So yeah, I, I, no no matter what it was matched up against, it was going to win. It was going to. I mean, that type of movie is going to steamroll its first opponent. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's it's not even close. So then we had Captain America: Civil War against Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Well, I went with Guardians Volume 2. Guardians, oh, you did. Okay. As as we'll come to find out later on, but Guardians is high up on my list. Yeah. I love the cast that they have. Me too. The Guardians movies are a lot of fun. Like I've told, I think we've discussed it multiple times. It out like the MCU does a good job of keeping their movies, you know, most of their movies pretty light and yeah. you know, fun but having that serious storytelling. Yeah. Whereas Guardians just it has it all. Like it's it's funny, it's yeah, it's action packed. It's action packed, good stories. Yeah, it's emotional. You know, it's emotional yeah. and and it's not most things of Marvel Universe are you know, of course there's villains and like Thor's out of the world, but a lot of it happens on Earth. Yeah. A lot of it's based no. Yeah. Guardians All of the Galaxy of is, is in just space, yeah. in the galaxy, you know. And it was like you said, it the first Guardians was kind of our introduction to the cosmic universe in the Marvel right. Cinematic Universe. Like prior to that there hadn't really been too much other than Thor. But, hadn't really been but too you much really go outside to like a of a couple Earth. planets with right. Thor and you don't know that you know the rest of the galaxy exactly. really exists. Yeah. So I went with Guardians Volume 2. I love that movie. It, it's not as good as the first one, yeah. but Oh, it's it's such a good movie. I could watch Guardians over and over again, and I am so excited that there's a third one. Me too. Me too. I and apparently, can't. Thor's going to be like pretty big part of the third right because Guardians at movie the end well. of Endgame, he goes off yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, I picked Captain America: Civil War in this matchup. Um, I think it's a really good Captain America movie. It's not my favorite out of the Captain America trilogy, but it's really good, and it's basically like Avengers 2.5. Right. Like, there's so many characters in that movie, it's basically like an Avengers movie. And I think the stakes are just so high in that movie and so much crazy, impactful shit happens. And plus, that whole airport fight scene is just amazing between all of the Avengers. And it, you, you, it forces you as like an MCU fan to be like, well, whose side am I on here? Do I right, want to side with Iron Man? Do I want to side with Captain America? But deep down, you go, they're on the same side. Yeah. So I, I went with Captain America Civil War. I, right. I, I like Guardians too, but um, not more than Captain America Civil War. And that was the 8-9 matchup as they right. both had buys for the first round. Right. So you can't go wrong. They're definitely, you know, top half of the pack. Yeah, pretty evenly matched there, I think. Now we got the four-seed Avengers versus, I think for both of us, we had uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, we did. Um, I went with Avengers so did um, I. So did I. Just that first movie where they bring such big characters together, definitely, you know. They hit a home run. They, they hit a home run with it, and yeah. they set the stage, you know, and the bar so high yeah. that you're like, okay, if this is what you're going to do for the first one, what are you going to do? Right, right. So I went with the Avengers over I, Spider. Spider-Man's a great movie. Nothing yeah, against that right. one. But I don't, I don't think Spider-Man Far From Home really stood a chance. Uh, for me in this matchup I think the original of Avengers I had to legitimately as it moved on in the bracket think really hard about it's, picking this over it, some it, other movies I am a giant fan of the original it Avengers really sets, it's it sets, excellent sets the stage it's excellent and the way they like if you go back and rewatch it today because I at least for me I don't know how you feel a lot of the ones that I go back and rewatch are 
Infinity War and Endgame and yeah. like a lot of the newer ones that have been released like Black Panther and Thor Ragnarok and those ones. So you kind of like forget about how good the original Avengers movie was. But if you go back and rewatch it, it is so compelling. And Loki makes an amazing villain he does. In, that, in that first movie. Amazing. Well, and like, they're coming out with the Loki show. Or well, is it already it's out? It's already out. It's They're on like uh, episode four or something coming out. It's good. You Sheesh. should check it out. It's really good. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, the next matchup, um, I had Spider-Man Homecoming versus the five-seed Thor Ragnarok that had a bye in the first round. Is that the same for yep, you? Yep. Okay, I had Thor Ragnarok winning this matchup, so both Spider-Man movies get knocked out in the second round. Um, Thor Ragnarok, I think, is just... I, I've already talked about it multiple times on this podcast, but it is hands down the best Thor movie out of that trilogy, and I think it's arguably like top five of MCU movies. Really? It's, it's incredible. It being the fifth seed, has it as a top five? Yeah, Shocker. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. So uh, well, IMDb tends to agree with me, I guess. I have not seen Thor Ragnarok. You've got to get on that so shit, man. you got to see it. I went with Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh. And okay. I probably would have gone with Spider-Man Homecoming anyways. I, I like know. I like Thor's character, and I understand that the movie might be like, you know, balls of the wall, but... Let me just say this. I Like, I'm, I'm with you. I love the Spider-Man movies, but... Without having seen the Thor Ragnarok, you really don't know what you're getting into because it is so wildly different than the first two movies. Like, it is wildly different and in a good way. It is, like, really batshit crazy, like, super weird, but in a really good way. And it's funny as hell. If you like funny Marvel movies, Thor Ragnarok is for you. Like, you're, you're going to love it. Well, I'll watch it at some point, but... You have to watch it, Until that man. point, so Spider-Man Homecoming, moving on. Okay. Watch that before you watch Doctor Strange or Captain Marvel. Yeah, oh or yeah, maybe that, save it for last and save would, the best for last. That would be on my list. Wanna, I don't know how you want to do it. but One day I'll go back and I'll just watch them all in order. Yeah, there you go. Take a, it's going to take you a while. Like but. Six months. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it probably won't take me that long. Let's be real. Probably right. not, yeah. Considering you're already on season six of Game of Thrones again. <laughs> um, so we're second round of the Se- top second right. Second round, right? moving so, on to the top right where we introduce our number two seed. Yeah, number two seed of Avengers Endgame versus, for me, it was Iron Man 2. I think for and you I it's had Ant-Man, Man. right? Um, this is Endgame wins this one. Yep. It's not even close. I mean, I like Iron Man too, but yeah, uh, this is just it's, it's like Infinity steamrolled. War. We yeah. can discuss it, you know. As yeah, the, I was gonna say I, I have lots of thoughts on Endgame, so we, yeah. But yeah, I had Endgame moving. I had Endgame beating Ant Man as well. And yeah. Moving on. So, but then we both had Doctor Strange against the Seven Seed, which again, Captain America, the Winter oh, Soldier. Yeah, the second uh, Captain America. I had Winter Soldier beating Doctor Strange. I did as well. I, I like well. Winter Soldier. That's a good. I'm a huge fan of that. The Winter it's Soldier. A, that's a good one. I think it's like, it's it's legitimately. So we don't own too many of the Marvel movies. I think we own Infinity War, Endgame. Do you own Winter a Soldier Disney Plus? I do. Yeah. So we, you own. Well, I mean, we're kind of renting them if you consider it that. Because if I stop paying month to month, then I no longer have access to the movies. But. In terms of like owning them on Blu-ray, I do have a handful, and one of them is The Winter Soldier, and I ride for The Winter Soldier so hard. That movie's fucking dope. It is. I think it's a gigantic improvement on the first Captain America. Agreed. I think it's probably equally as good as Civil War, if not better, in my opinion. It's like one of the best action, political, thriller-type movies that the MCU has ever done. It has done. everything. Like it, the, it, the, yeah, it's the action in that movie is so good, and the yep. Winter Soldier character is so compelling in that movie and, and you know obviously I, I won't really go into it for anyone who hasn't seen it 
I, I could get the spoiler alert and just plow yeah, ahead. But screw your spoiler alerts. <laughs> this movie's been out for like 10 years. It has been out since like 2014, I think. So, yeah, you've had a chance to watch it. But like finding out, like that emotional beat where you find out the Winter Soldier is, spoiler alert, Bucky from the first movie, like Steve's friends going back to the 30s is just crazy and he's got this metal arm and he's basically like a russian spy like super assassin he's, he's russia's version of captain america yeah and the action scenes and the fight scenes in that movie like when he first like really attacks captain america and natasha black widow mm-hmm. when they're trying to get that one um shield agent like out of there to interrogate him or whatever and he attacks them on the highway and he like punches through the windshield and rips the steering wheel off that car. And then everything that happens from there on out where he's like battling them in the street is fucking crazy. Dude, they do it well. And the knife fight that he has with Captain America is just so good. And then when Captain America lifts up the shield and he punches the shield with his metal arm, like, dude, the action in that movie is incredible. Like, I am a huge fan of The Winter Soldier. Well, it easily beats Doctor Strange. Yeah, I, I think just in terms of entertainment value... It's a lot better than Doctor Strange, and I. It, I think Doctor actually, Strange has it, like, like you said, it's like an Inception. It's got a very unique and cool yeah. idea, but yeah. it's one of those. It's like I just don't know how much, as far as you know, a Marvel superhero movie I can get into of, of something like this. Yeah. It's, it's not yeah. like an action-packed superhero movie. It's more of a storytelling. Yeah. You know, which I like. I mean, I like the movie, but compared to the Winter Soldier, it's not even close. Not right? even close. Well, moving on to the number three seed, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, against, for me, I had Thor, and I believe you had Age of Ultron. Yep. Uh, this one's extremely easy for me. Uh, I had Guardians moving on. I did as well. So I had Swiftly. it beating Age of Ultron, which is uh, saying a lot for Guardians, because it's uh, you know the first entry in a series of brand new characters, super weird characters beating an Avengers team-up movie, which says a lot about how much I like the original Guardians. I think the original Guardians is one of the best movies they've made, hands down. I think so. It's so good. The way I looked at the like Guardians just in general, I'm like, that is the galaxy's version of the Avengers. Right, yeah. It's, already, it's a team that becomes assembled through, you know, crazy random shit that yeah. all of what they do has a big impact yeah. on you know, the Avengers and the MCU universe. So hands down, Guardians is easily beating Thor. Yeah. And other movies. <laughs> and it beat Age of Ultron for me. So Guardians is moving on. Guardians one is an excellent movie. Um moving on, my I think we both had Black Panther, yep. right? So the eleven seed versus the six seed of Iron Man that had a first round bye. I had Iron Man winning. I had match, Iron so. Man moving on as well. Like I said, when we were discussing, I think, Iron Man 3, the original Iron Man is, I mean, one, he's it's, the face of Marvel, let's be he real. He really is, yeah. And Robert Downey Jr. plays that. Just kills it. He, he kills that role. It's, it's his kills best it. role ever. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's iconic. It's, like, that, that It's so iconic just, that he, when you see him now, you just think of Iron Man. Yeah. Like, he and, is and, Iron Man. And he literally I mean? wanted himself to be killed off. Because he didn't want to play Iron Man anymore because yeah. because of that. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, that's like the role. It's like, it's the career defining role. Right. For like him. Yeah. like he was a big name going into this, but then he took that and I mean, he's perfect for it. He's, he's perfect. He's a snarky billionaire yeah. playboy yeah. that you know gets what he wants, but he's a genius. Yeah. And also you is know? willing to sacrifice. And for is willing his to sacrifice stuff, for yeah. his for his teammates for his. You know, family as we you get to later movies and 
Oh, it's just great. I love that. I, I agree. Man. That I mean, you can't really. We can't really say anything here that hasn't already been said about the original Iron Man. It's it's amazing. Well, and, and like the the whole story of like how he got the shrapnel in his heart, yeah, and then yeah. how he realized that Stark Industries was selling weapons to terrorists and yeah. like you know foreign militias that yeah. were terrorist groups, and he had help from a scientist, and then you know the whole story of the it's beginning great. was it's just amazing. great. Well, and. If you read about the history or if you watch interviews about the history of the making of that first Iron Man, there was a lot riding on the success of that first movie. And if that first movie did not turn out to be the smash hit that it was, we would not have the MCU as it no. exists today. It, it, yeah, no. Because he opened the floodgates yeah. for them to introduce yeah. every single character right. in their own the And it ways. was the first time that we've ever really gotten... You know, It wasn't just oh, hey, we're going to make some Iron Man movies, and then over here they're going to make some Hulk movies, and then they're going to make some Black Widow movies. They were all like, we're It's like, no, this, this is a together. cinematic universe. Yep. All these characters exist in the same universe the same way they do in the comics. And for you comic fans, you guys have been used to seeing them all team up in comics and do these crossover events. Well, now you're going to get to see it on screen. And like that's the first time that had ever been done. Yep. It's just and they've absolutely knocked it out of the, the first, park. The first Iron Man is just phenomenal. It's so great. It's just... It's. I won't say it's the best because I don't have it winning, but <laughs> it's up there. Though it's up there. Yeah. I mean, a six seed is is I think worthy. You know, for that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Six out of twenty three. That's that's seems about right. Um. Okay. So where are we at? We're so at. Now we're um, jumping back over to. We are in the quarterfinals. Um. And I believe we or no. Well, we have a little bit different. We have a little bit different. We, I have, we both have Infinity War. Right. And then I have Guardians, and you have I have Civil Captain War. America Civil War, yeah. Um, it's tough for me to go against Guardians, but Infinity War was really the first movie that just... You look at it and you go, all right, the budget for this movie had to be like a half billion. <laughs> I think it literally was between... I think they shot... Infinity War and Endgame kind of back to back. I think the total combined, uh, like, I was probably like three quarters budget of a billion was dollars. like literally half a billion dollars. <laughs> I mean, you you look at the cast in there and you go, all right, let's see how they can put all of them yeah. together. You how know, are they going to do this? You've seen pieces with the Avengers. You know, they add pieces, yeah. but Infinity War was the first time they were just like, Whoa, here's yeah. everybody, and they did not miss. No, they they nailed it. And plus, it's the first time you really get Thanos being directly involved. Right. Because prior to that, you just got these little after credit scenes, these little teasers. You know he's kind of behind the scenes pulling the strings, but you haven't ever really seen him get his hands dirty. And now it's like, oh, fuck, Like he's here and he's getting involved in the fight. Um, I had Infinity War beating Captain America Civil War. Um, I just think, you know, it's the number one overall seed for a reason. I'll save a little bit more of my thoughts. I think it truly thoughts. is probably the most iconic. Yeah. It, it's, well, okay, maybe Endgame does, but it's got some of the best fighting scenes in the Marvel it's, yeah. Marvel universe. I'll, I'll save a little bit more of my thoughts as it um, as we go on, because it, it advances here to the Final Four. But, yeah, I have it beating Captain America Civil so, War. So, well, at least we have one of the Final Four is the same. Yep. I definitely know that the next one will not be the same. Okay. So, what's so, the matchup? For here. me, I have Avengers versus Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay, and I had Avengers versus Thor Ragnarok. And I have Spider-Man Homecoming moving on to my final four. What? Dude, I love that movie. I love Spider-Man. I've probably watched it 10 plus times. It might wow. be one of my most watched Marvel movies. See, I've seen both of the Spider-Man movies a couple times each. 
Um, and I like both of them a lot, but that's crazy. It's in your final four? It's in my final four. Woo! Okay. So in ink on paper. <laughs> I had the Avengers versus Thor Ragnarok, and I really had to think about this one because I'm a gigantic fan of both of these movies. I had the original Avengers beating Thor Ragnarok. Like I said, I, I already touched on it a little bit, but the original Avengers, I think, is slept on and a little bit overshadowed by Infinity War and Endgame. It is a yeah. phenomenal movie. It's tremendous. Hiya, that was Zach that said phenomenal. I, you, you don't, you don't, there's only so many like adjectives to describe <laughs> these things. So, I, Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's no disses really to any of these movies. It's kind of like Pixar. There's not a lot of these that you could really be like, you pick like Iron Man three, I kind of got to question you. Yeah, but most of these, it's one of those. It's like it, it becomes preference, and I just really enjoy Spider Man Homecoming. I think it's just, it, it just is like a. I love Spider Man. I don't know. I can't really like put it into words of why I chose it. I just don't like the original Avengers as much in terms of okay, like watchability factor of. I'll sit down and I'll watch Homecoming, but I don't really care to watch the Avengers. All right, interesting. Um, okay, so that's that we have half of the final four sets. So mine is Infinity War versus the original Avengers on that on that and side. And I have Infinity War versus Spider-Man Homecoming. Wow. All right. Wow. So going back to the top right, um, I believe we both had Endgame Advancing. Yep. And Winter Soldier. And Captain America the Winter Soldier. So all of the gushing I did about Captain America the Winter Soldier. Um, <laughs> Done. I would love for it to advance, but it just ran up against Get the buzzsaw in Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame is going to win this matchup. Uh, it will win the matchup as well for me. I will discuss it more next round um, than this round just because of other reasons. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, end game. It's, I mean, it's great. Easily was, <laughs> easily was moving on. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, okay. I think we both had Guardians, Guardians. Yep. moving on, right? And then I think we both had Iron Man, didn't yep. we? So both. So that side of the bracket, you know, yeah, besides a, a couple different things. Yeah, we're, we're kind of on point over here. So I actually had Guardians of the Galaxy, the original, moving on here. As did I. Nice. As did nice. I. Nice. So Guardians won, making it all the way to the final four in Again, both Again, as much as I like the original Iron Man, Guardians will beat it out. It's so good, man. times I was blown away by that movie when I first saw it. And I, oh, that's another one that we own. So I think it's that one. Winter Soldier, and then we own Infinity War and Endgame. I think those are the ones we actually have. <clears throat> yeah. Guardi oh, dude, Guardians of the Galaxy. So good, dude. It's so good. They don't go wrong with anything. And the cast, is, every yeah. single cast member they have for that is the perfect fit. Yeah. I don't know yeah. of anyone else that you could put together to fit those roles than who they cast. And it. Chris Pratt is just killing it as Star-Lord. He kills it as <laughs> Star-Lord. Um, <clears throat> it's McConaughey that does... Um, I can't even think of the name right now. McConaughey does not. I thought McConaughey play in, was in, in Guardians. fucking Guardians. Who did you think he played? Who are you trying to? Which, uh, Rocket. Which character? No, that's Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Okay, yeah. I knew it was one of those two dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought McConaughey. I did watch Free State of Jones not that long oh, ago, okay, so, so that he's just probably on the brain. in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, Bradley Cooper voices Rocket right, Raccoon, so and rock then it. Vin Diesel does Groot, which is kind of funny because all he does is just ever I say Groot. I am Groot. So. Pretty easy work for making uh, millions. To yeah, say I am for Drew. Vin Diesel, and then Dave Bautista is Dave Bautista is great. He's as Drax, fucking, uh, and then of course Zoe Saldana is just amazing yep. as Gamora. She's amazing in everything she's in. So, um, yeah, Guardians, Guardians one in, on. in the final four. So, so, we, so we have three of the same. Yeah, in the final four. So okay, so my final four is Infinity War versus the original Avengers, and then we have Endgame versus Guardians of the Galaxy. And I have Infinity War versus Spider-Man Homecoming and Endgame versus Guardians. Okay. So I will go first 
on the left side, I have Infinity War beating the original Avengers. This was a very tough matchup for me, but Infinity War advances. And I have Infinity War beating Spider-Man Homecoming. So okay. the upset of the 12 seed trying to break brackets ends to the number ends one in seed. the final Infinity four. War. It was a good, good Dude, run. Infinity War is just... Uh, Infinity War, Endgame, and Guardians for me are just... I could rewatch all of those yeah. and just be like, yeah, I don't care never, about never get bored. any yeah. of the other 20 movies. Yeah. Just let me watch these three yeah. and I'll get the whole story I need to. Yeah. They're just they're just too good. So, okay, we both have Infinity War advancing to the Infinity finals. War. So the other side of the bracket for me is Avengers Endgame versus the original Guardians. I'm a as much as I just gushed about Guardians, I love Guardians, but Endgame beats Shame. it. Shame. So Shame. So my finals matchup is Infinity War versus Endgame. My final matchup is Infinity War versus Guardians. No fucking way. Yeah. You just picked Guardians of the Galaxy over Avengers Endgame? Fuck yeah, I did, and I'll it, do it all over again. Explain yourself. Explain I, lo- yourself. I love Endgame, but I think there's too many loose holes to the movie. I think there's too many plot holes. Really? Yeah. Okay, we will go back to that once we cover our finals matchup because I have Endgame in my finals. So let's, we'll, we'll dive into the and rabbit your hole. finals are wrong. Okay, you have Guardians in your finals. That's fucking crazy. I have Guardians I mean, beating Infinity War. There. I said it. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1, is my champions. That won your whole bracket? That won my bracket. It beat Endgame and Infinity War? Because it's the best. Dude. The best. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a bombshell. Guardians had the want factor, and they wanted this championship, so they took it. I mean, I can't really say much. It was in my final four, but to beat both of those movies back to back in a final four in a championship round is fucking crazy. Yeah, they had to they had to dig deep into the gas tank, but they found <laughs> it. They found it, and they they took the championship. Okay, home. my finals matchup is Infinity War versus Endgame. I picked Avengers Endgame to win the whole bracket for me. It may seem like kind of a boring answer because Avengers Endgame is, is the kind of the capstone answer. of the whole MCU, but. I just think you can't really go wrong with Avengers Endgame. I mean, it tied the entire Infinity Saga, all 22 prior movies, together, and they knocked it out of the park. It is amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's no... I'm not saying Endgame is or Infinity War is bad. For me, having Guardians beating Endgame, I just... There's too many loose... Okay, so now that we know... Storylines for the, me. The, the final answer. So those are our final selections for our champions on our bracket. So, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, we went over this a little bit at the beginning. Please check out our website at the Podbean website. Click on the bracket. Fill it out. Send us an email at our Gmail email address. Comment on the Instagram post. Comment Facebook on Instagram. Post. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter. Let us know what you select. We will kind of tabulate the results. Um, I have some results here as well. We can either go into it now or save it for later. Um, we'll go into it now, but we can discuss okay. our. We can go into the loopholes of Endgame for me of why they lost okay. to Guardians. Do you want to do that after I read the other selections or let's, before? Let's do this before, and then we'll go through okay. the other okay. selections. So the court, the the ball is yours, sir. Your Honor. <clears throat> yeah. No. Endgame. What, what, okay. what are what are your thoughts here on the, so, on the plot? So Endgame, Endgame is is you know it's amazing, right? They're tasked with going back in time to get all of the infinity stones and you know undoing undoing what thanos Thanos did did, right right thanos is this almighty character yeah you know 
army, massive army. Probably the world, you know, the the galaxy's largest, or I guess you could say the universe's largest army. Yeah. Of who fucking knows what. Everything that's not human. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of the movie, they just show him get his... He gets beheaded by Thor in a peaceful, like, little cottage by himself. Okay. Right? Yeah. After he's wiped out half of the universe. After he's wiped out half of the universe with a single snap. Yeah. Then he just gets his head cut off. Okay. So first, my first plot hole is like, well, wait a second. This dude that just killed half the universe with a single snap, killing half the Avengers, just gets beheaded because Thor was angry? Well, yeah, he's in retirement, man. It's like Thanos in retirement. And he doesn't have the Infinity Stones. And he's like half burnt to shit. You know, like half of his body right, is all fucked up. Because then he trying to destroy the, the gauntlet. Yeah, well, he... he, he well, when They he snapped, go there looking for the stones. Right. Because they're like, the same energy signature came from this planet that he used from Earth when he wiped out half of all life in the universe. And so they go to this planet thinking like they're going to get the stones back from him and undo it. And he's like, the stones aren't here. I destroyed them. I used the stones to destroy the stones. Right. So... He doesn't have the Infinity Stones. He's like half beat to shit. He's basically like barely clinging to life. And you got Thor, who's like peak power Thor with Stormbreaker, with like basically Mjolnir hammer in axe form, and yeah, and behaves him. So how? So so what's your problem with that? I I just don't understand. Well, the first plot. Do you not like how that was the way the movie started, or what? I don't like how he he you know he was this almighty character that just goes down like that. Well, like he, I said, he, he because went, of all the reasons I just said. He's basically a beat to shit. He's in retirement. He's done his job. Like, right. that was it. That was his whole sole purpose his entire life was, I'm going to get these stones. I'm going to wipe out half of all life. And he did it. So now he's like, he's chilling. Right. He's chilling. But he's then in he, retirement. he just gets, you know, wiped out. <laughs> just boom, gone. And you're like, wait, that's it? You kill half the universe and that's how you die. He had nothing left that he needed to stick around for. So what was the point of killing the whole universe? He already said it. In the prior movies, his whole purpose of wiping out half of all life is because he's seen it time and time again where there's too many mouths to feed. There's not enough resources. We need to wipe out half of all life, start over, and then everyone, the, the half so, that survives right. is going to have so a then, better who, life. So then when the world or the universe got repopulated, who's going to snap their fingers again? It's not his problem again. It's not his problem. It's someone else's problem. Well, it was never his problem to begin with. He well, didn't, it he didn't was. Have to worry about because you know Earth. you find out his his background on Titan, where the <sighs> Iron Man and the Guardians they all fight him on Titan. That was his home planet, and he's like, it, it all got fucked because there was not enough resources for the amount of people we had, and I told them we needed to resolve this population problem, and they didn't listen to me, and now look what happened. So that's yeah, like now his, look what happens. Your that's head's rolling his driving. Around on the floor. That's his driving factor. I'm just telling you like where his motivation. Right. Okay. So from. that's. One plot hole that I don't like. How is it a plot I, hole? It, there's a plot hole. How because is it a plot hole? It starts the movie that way. Why would they start the movie he's that way? He's just all powerful and then he dies. Yeah, he's just easy. all powerful. Like, like you go from I think there's Infinity perfectly, War to plot then holes, all of a sudden he gets his head cut plot off. Plot holes are like, something okay, well, that don't right. have explanations. That seems to have a pretty reasonable explanation to me. Just and because you picked Endgame. No, that's just it. because no, that's it's it. A, that's it. That's it. That's simply it's that. a it's a perfectly reasonable explanation. There are multiple shame. perfectly reasonable explanations shame. for why Thor was e- able to so easily kill Thanos after the snap. Well, yeah, I mean, is what I'm saying. The guy just sits there and lets his head okay. Cut off. Move, moving on. What are the other plot holes that you don't like? Captain America at the end, they go back and they you know give all these stones back. They go put them back. They in go the put them back in yeah. time, and then he doesn't come back to 
modern time, right? Yeah. And this will probably we'll, we'll probably discuss this with quantum physics, but there's no real proof. But time traveling, you can't alter history, right? That's kind of like the number one thing of time traveling is you can't alter the history that's about to happen. Or, you know, if you were to time travel and you were to go and buy the winning Powerball tickets, right? You're altering history and something bad's going to happen because you change something that has already happened. Yeah, and I think in, 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 in Endgame, they have that brief discussion where they're asking Professor Hulk about... Because, you know, I don't know who suggested it, but they're like, why can't we just go back in time and kill baby Thanos? Right. And he has the whole joke of like, first of all, wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you can't go kill a baby. <laughs> and then he's like, second of all, the way he explains it, it's actually, it sounds confusing, but it makes a lot of sense. He goes, you can't, if you travel back into the past to change your present, right? Right. You, by going to the past, that past now becomes your future. So by you going into the past that past that you're now in is now your current future, not where you just left from. So you can't change that future by changing your now present. I, I'm kind of butchering it a little bit, but he, the way he right. explains it is like, you can't change the, the it, it's a separate timeline now. Like you can't change what happened already in this timeline by going back and changing something in the past because now it's a new branch. Right. Kind of. So Captain America goes back and delivers the, I can't remember what stone he delivered. But he, he, he had to take them all back, right? He took all of them. Right. But then he doesn't come back. He, he goes... Right. He doesn't time travel back. He right. just stays in... Once he's done taking them all back, he stays in like 19... The 1940s or whatever. With, with Peggy. So him doing so makes all of Captain America invalid. How so? He changes history. He was frozen. Right. So all of Captain America's movies then become invalid. Everything Captain America did becomes invalid because he never got to that point in time. So everything Captain America, you know, that we watched and that, you know, he lived in modern time, you know, when he goes running through New York City and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never happened. So he never gets woken up out of sleep because he never goes to, or he never gets frozen. I think. And if I think this is one of those things, if you think about it too much, your head just kind of hurts. But I think the explanation like, is there's he's a different version of Captain America. So there's another version of him out there that is going to go through all of those events. But he, being from the future, is coming back. And he's like from another timeline, another branch. And he's going to live this life that he kind of got robbed of by being frozen for 80 years with Peggy. And then he kind of comes back to his original timeline, and that's where you see him at the end where he's like this old man because he's lived this whole life. Right, but then if he's lived this whole life, how does he know where the Avengers are going to be? And why does he have this shield that was made by Tony Stark? Again, I, I think if you think about all this kind of stuff, you're you're just going to go around and around in circles. But that's there, one of those like loopholes I sit there and I go, well, wait a second, that doesn't make sense I, I as think far as what they've tried to explain. There are probably perfectly reasonable explanations that the writers have out there if you feel oh, free I'm to, sure there are. to do some digging into it. Because like I said, I when I'm trying to explain this, I'm just working through it in my own head, trying to go through the logic of it. But when you start dealing with time travel in any movie, logic kind of goes out the window. It gets kind of Well, fucked. right, because we don't know time... Like, yeah, in reality, no one, we don't know what time travel No one travel really understands do. the ramifications of time travel because it's not possible for us. Like, human beings, 
experience time in a linear fashion and we can only go past, present, future. That's the order that everything always has to happen and we can't go backwards. So we don't know how that would work. Like, and there's been, dude, they've been making time travel movies for decades and oh, right. it's always handled differently. You know what I mean? Like, well, well right. There's no, sometimes say there's a right answer. Sometimes you go back it. and it splits off a new branch and now there's a new timeline. Sometimes you go back and you can actually change the timeline. Uh, there's, of a million variations on those two things too that that can happen all but, these time travel. But movies, then I so. think if he can go back, right? <clears throat> Excuse me, and alter his personal history and his personal story, what would stop Pepper Potts from going back and altering Tony Stark's and making him not snap his fingers? You know, like like there, it just it can lead to you know it's like you said when you start thinking about it your brain just goes into yeah. all these other like places but it's part of the story to me going so there's a way Tony Stark comes back so and, there's know, always a way if they've introduced time travel there's always a way that he can come back right so, so <clears> like <throat> to me it's that loophole of you know it's a great story I'm not you know because you start to discredit the whole snap because you're like oh you snap and you get everything away but at the end of the at the end of it all it does nothing the only person that isn't there is Thanos and then everyone that died in probably the greatest war scene of mm-hmm. all the, the Oh my the God, movies. that ending battle is fucking so good. You know, when he goes, you know, Avengers assemble, you just get like yeah. chills. Like, yeah, with the <sighs> hammer and everything, he starts being able to use Mjolnir. Um, I think you are raising some good points because a lot of people's, the, the people who did have small issues with Endgame, because like I said, it's, basically a perfect home run in terms of like a capstone on the infinity saga but i think people's issues with it were the time travel aspect well there's just some questions that got raised once you bring in time traveling things get kind of screwy and it's like that in harry potter as well like there's an interesting time travel thing in i think what is it the third harry potter prisoner of azkaban where if you really sat down and started to think about what's going on there, your brain starts to kind of hurt. Where right. like Hermione's using all of this time traveling to make all of her classes and stuff, and it gets kind of, and it starts. And in that one, there's like this explanation of time where the time traveling has always happened because those characters saw their future selves in their past. Right. If that makes sense. So Harry was always destined to time travel back and help himself out. Right, get hit and that with always rocks. happened to his younger self. You right. know what I mean? So it's almost like this loop feature where he's always going to go forward. He's going to time travel back, help his prior well, self and, and out, and that's it always she, how it's going to be. Right, and they're discussing it when she turns the – I can't remember what yeah. it's called, but like the necklace she has yeah. on. They're discussing it then, and she goes, we can't be seen because – Right. You know, I mean – to, to me, that's a little different, though, because there are wizards and, you know, witches. It's a different universe, which we will do a podcast solely on Harry Potter, so I can talk for about four hours. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that's another example of, like, how right, it's a different It's a time different travel time movie, travel. You know, so I think it just starts to get there, – there's these paradoxes that start to happen. And, like, I don't think the human brain is really – at least my human brain, because I'm not a fucking, like, physicist or anything, is just sure. not – really able to fully comprehend the ramifications of all of that kind of stuff. You're like, and then like, you know, well, it's, it's hard m- to. movies like Looper or something. Right. Have you ever seen Looper? It's yeah. like, okay. So if you, to me, that makes a little bit more sense than like the Avengers Endgame style because it's like, oh, okay. It's all just a loop from now on. You know, if you use time travel, go back, wipe out your prior self like in Looper. Right. That means that your prior self, by by killing your future self, who has just time traveled back, 
your prior self is only going to live another 30 years until the moment where you time travel back to kill your past self again. Right. Or, your, or to, have your, to have your past self kill your future self. Right. So it's all. So it's like it's now you're stuck in this loop, which right. is why it's called Looper. It's always just going to be in this loop. Right. Now, so, you know? so the idea of time travel from different movies is different. But as far as they, you know, as far as it goes in the movie, I think, you know, one of my other questions was, you know, I can't remember, what, like the Doctor Strange people, whatever. I can't remember what they're called. Um, just the mystics the or the mystics, wizards. Yeah, yeah. You know, they all open up the portals. Yeah. Which means they all knew the future. Which, as Doctor Strange said in Infinity War, he goes, we win like one out of like one point. 14 million point. 608 right. or whatever he said. Right. He goes, there's one way for us to win. Yeah. And I go, you know, and I, again, I haven't seen Doctor Strange, so I don't know like if why he can't tell that's the one way, you know. Well, I think if it's the logic is if he tells anyone involved that this is the way we win then they will maybe possibly change their decision making therefore making it not the one way right <laughs> you know what i mean so with that being said things though, have to happen in this domino like fashion right so then that takes me back to time travel again that means dr strange sees the future but can't explain the future well like well he can explain it but he can't you know be like hey this is our plan yeah then because like, by well, doing wait that a second it doesn't right so it's so not happening. by him knowing yeah. the future he can change both the future and the past, if you think about it. So it's kind of like a, another weird time. Uh, the only loopholes really for me are like the timing ones. Yeah. And Thanos being killed was just kind of like, why? Like why? He's this all yeah. mighty powerful dude and then just gone. Like, See, to me, right. I think you could really, to me, the definition of a plot hole is like something that cannot really be logically explained. Well, and I think movie. logically being explained would be the time travel because like you said, it's different in every movie and we don't have real yeah. life you know, experience, so we can't sit there and be like, okay, well, when yeah. I time traveled, yeah, this is what this happens. is what yeah. happened. It becomes one of those when that specific movie, if he can do it, yeah, wouldn't that alter every single thing that happened? Yeah, I, 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 again, I think as soon as you make the decision as a writer of a story or as the writers of a story to bring in time travel, you're opening a can of worms because it just it can get really confusing and if you don't try and even if you try and make sure it's as tight as possible storytelling wise which is what i think they did in this movie i think it's as tight as they could possibly right. make it there's still it leads to like a million questions like you're bringing well, up right now well and and the thing is though like the only reason we're having this discussion is because you questioned me taking guardians over it yeah in guardians i don't question anything cuz i'm just like we're going into it like dude they're just going to fly around in fucking space completely you know do whatever. Endgame, I sit there and I go, wait a second, though. Tony Stark's dead, but then we go back in time and we relive 60 years so that um, Captain America can come back as an old man. I think if so, Captain America would have... Because the original plan was like, Professor Hulk was going to send him back in time. He was going to go place all of the Infinity Stones back where they originally were in their original timeline, therefore unsplintering all these branches of the timeline that they had created by taking them from the right. past making one timeline again if he had then come right back to their timeline like professor hulk had kind of planned we wouldn't be having any of these questions right so but i he, think now so that you're going okay how does he what sort of ramifications does that have that he stayed in the past lived this life because then you would think captain and then America now he's never... here in the future so yeah so what does that mean are there two captain americas running out there right and and the other version of the captain america lives through the same experiences as this one did but 
now there's like two versions of him in the same timeline? How does that work? You've got to think like he couldn't because he was frozen and then they woke him up, you know, what, 50 years later or 60 years later? So it's one of those things. It's like. I think it's just kind of like the Harry Potter thing where there's two versions. Like if they time travel back, there's two Hermione's in the same time. Right. So then, and they could potentially like run into each other and talk to each other, which would who knows what would happen if that happened. Right. But then at the same time, you know, sticking with time travel and not just Captain America, that means Black Widow's not dead because they went back and gave, and that means Gamora's not dead because, you know. Well, now there is a version of Gamora who is not from this timeline in this timeline now, if that makes sense. Because, you know, she comes with Thanos from the past into the future. Right. And when she kicks Star-Lord in the balls, he's the Star-Lord from the all of the Guardians events that we've already seen, but right. she's not the Gamora from all of those events. That Gamora's dead. This is a younger version of Gamora who doesn't right. have all those experiences. Right, that we missed all of the Guardians yeah. one. It's still Gamora, but she's not in love with Star-Lord because she hasn't had all of those experiences with him yet. You know what right. I mean? But then, he's just a stranger to her, basically. But then again, she isn't she killed again? By Thanos for the Soul Stone? No, that's the original Gamora. That's like original timeline Gamora. See, I, I haven't watched all of the MCU in like what timeline? Because yeah. isn't Guardians 2 then I guess after? Is it after? Guardians 2 is still before. Still before Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then, you know, Black Widow dies. Yeah. And then they go put the Soul Stone back. So it's like, why isn't she back? But I guess she is back. But where in time is she? Yeah, I mean there is a version. Of, I think there is a version of her in the past that is still alive. So like Captain America, as he's living his life from the forties onward, and just doing I don't know what, being like a house, being like a husband to Peggy, and just kind of like getting a job as a postman or something. I don't know what he's doing. Um, there he could being probably Captain America. He could probably watch the news in two thousand and twelve and see Natasha fighting the Loki invasion in New York. Like she's alive then, because that's her past version. But the thing too is, and he could probably see a past version of himself in New York fighting. That would be the trippy thing. Well, right, but because that's the thing though is when he comes, when they show him, he knows who everybody is there. Yeah, but he's never met. If that's truly him, he's never met them. Okay, so I think. <laughs> Look at that. See, I, but I'm bringing I, up good points. You are, but I think you're getting really hung up on it, and I, I don't think... That's why I went with Guardians, because I didn't have to get hung up on this whole, yeah. like, where so like, we, could do, <laughs> we could do Endgame Part it's, 2. It's, it's still Captain America from the original timeline that we've seen. So he's gone through all of the experiences through all of the Captain America slash Avengers movies that he showed up in. Right. And he's just gone back, returned all of the Infinity Stones, and then just lived out his life up to the moment in 2023 or whenever it is, post-killing Thanos and bringing half the universe back. And he knows what spot they're at. And he just goes to that spot and he sits there. And then the Avengers all set up their shop. They have their battle. They're setting up and they're going to send his younger version back in time. And then he's just sitting there going, what's up, guys? And it's like 90-year-old Captain America. Just lots of questions. I think that's kind of how the explanation works. So then in the timeline that he lived through as he went back, once he finished putting all of the Infinity Stones back, there's this 
OG version of Captain America and also a different version of Captain America existing in that timeline. So then that and would that mean- version of Captain America is gonna through gonna go through all the same experiences as him and then possibly do the exact same thing by time traveling back, therefore being a loop, therefore being like the movie Looper. Boom. <laughs> There's the fucking explanation. So that means though that <laughs> in the movies, or at least in the Marvel, the MCU, time travel has no effect as far as I think what you do in the past doesn't affect the future. I think it does because it creates this splinter timeline. But as long as you go back and undo what you did, it goes back to it reverts back to the same timeline. I think that was kind of like Hulk's. But Remember the, when Hulk's but going on back the rooftop? To what you did would mean you have to go back to the current, the present. So he would he would have to go drop all the stones <laughs> back and then come back to present so that history continues as it was. But then at the same time, if he goes back to then. And you know, puts all the stones back and lives through his whole life. Wouldn't that mean Thanos is still alive? Because yeah, he yeah. just lived. So now we have Thanos Part Two. No, so I think here's here we go. End game Part Two. <laughs> no, here. So listen to me. Ooh. Listen to me. I think where you could honestly question some of this is what happens with Peggy's arc, because if he goes back in time, stays there, and actually lives a life with Peggy, her thinking she's dead frozen in the arctic or whatever like not knowing that he's going to come back because you know in the original timeline he doesn't get to reconnect with her until she's like an old woman with alzheimer's he visits her in the winter soldier she's like in this hospital bed and that's it that's their only reconciliation after 80 years or however long the version of him from endgame who goes back in time and then lives with her she doesn't get alzheimer's exactly i I, so I don't know how that affects history. Peggy's arc, but I think in, in, as long as Captain America doesn't get involved with anything and just lives his life, like doing, like, again, like I said, doing, I, I don't know what, like getting a job at the post office or something, as long as he doesn't affect anything in terms of the original events that he was involved in and he lets this other version of him go through those, the timeline still remains the same and there's just two versions of him in the one timeline, I think. And right, then it, for and all then those like, and then MCU like I said, people that listen to this, you better answer our questions. Yeah, I would honestly here. Let's take a break. Anyone who is listening to this, who is just thank, first of all, thank you for listening to Matt and I just go around and around in circles on this time travel conversation. Thank you. You're a wonderful person. We will be bringing you another episode uh, on time travel <laughs> at some point. <laughs> um, what do you think? Like, what are your theories? What do you think about Matt's questions? Did you have issues with the time travel aspects of Avengers Endgame? If so, what were they? Um, I like I like talking through these things as like a a, a think a thought exercise. Well, I guess experiment. as far as the time travel goes, we can wrap it up on there. We'll, we can go yeah. through the rest of the results because time travel. Say, we'll sit here and time we'll, travel we'll talk. makes things confusing. Right. Let's just leave it. At we'll, that. we'll we'll set aside time for a time travel. Yeah, you know, episode, but and we don't even have to do like movie based. We can just try and explain just like, time travel. our thoughts of time travel. Which, by the way, there are some great videos on YouTube. I I don't know the specific channels, but I have actually found myself on YouTube looking for explanations to time travel in certain movies, and there are like science based channels of people who are really into like you know theoretical physics and all this kind of stuff who will explain different time travel paradoxes in like short really easy to understand like 10 minute videos they're really cool they're out there on like they'll do it in um i watched one that literally broke down different types of time travel from different movies and books and they explained just in like sketches how it works with like the you know people going back and then oh this is a different timeline or this is not and all yada 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 they explained like the whole 
all of the different versions you can see, and it's super fascinating, but very hard to follow sometimes. So sometime we'll go. I'll go watch that, yeah. and then we'll, we'll go. Yeah, on. yeah. But let's go through some results from uh, our yeah, let's brackets. Do it. I got a, I got a few, and I'll just start real quick. Okay, yeah. Uh, my buddy Josh had Endgame. Okay. And his girlfriend had Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh wow! Okay, so an exact so got, split of what we have here. Two of two. So. All right. Um. So yeah, obviously mine was Endgame. Um. We have a Thor Ragnarok. Meredith picked Thor Ragnarok. Interesting. Um, Kimberly picked the original Avengers. Eugene picked Endgame, so there's at least three Endgames so far. Uh, my lovely fiance Taya picked Endgame, so there's four Endgames. And I think this is Ash, or I don't, that's a scribbled name, but um, another Thor Ragnarok pick. Interesting. So a couple of Thor Ragnaroks in there in the early results. So we here, got so. Endgames, Guardians, some Thors. Yeah. Uh, and and the, that's, the all, OG that's all before this episode. So for those of you at home that are listening... Like I said, go to the Podbean website. You can print it off or just look through it. Um, and, yeah, let us know who you have winning. Just You can put in the comments on Podbean and or Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. or Yeah, put it somewhere you know, where we can Twitch see it. Twitch or and YouTube, we'll, you know, yeah. email us. Uh, it's all on the Podbean website. And, you know, we'll tally up your your thoughts as well. And then... Hopefully, as episodes continue to go on and we continue to grow, we'll be able to compile a, a bigger result list. Yeah, a bigger pool, a um, stat pool, yeah. And then eventually, when we're big enough and we're making money doing this and we can pay you know, a bracket website, we'll be able to just have them filled out online. And then just tabulate and it'll immediately. Just, yeah. yeah, so we'll, we'll be able to do something like that That would like be ideal, well. is to have like live results, people filling out brackets online. Which, just, you know, I tried to find, but... We don't have the funds in the just browsing uh, yeah. podcast bank account to <laughs> to enroll in that. Someday, although we do someday. do enough brackets, we would probably you know be fine. But yeah, someday. But someday we'll do that. Well, this was really fun, man. I had a blast going. Yeah. I knew this was was going to be fun, dude. Any of our movie brackets are going to be fun. I'm still trying to work on a Disney one. Yeah, and trying you know. Well, and you and I will have to like really. Yeah, talk about which ones we're going to include. And which I think ones we we're should use. I believe it's your uncle that's been commenting on. Yeah, our, my uncle okay, Chris. Uncle. So, uh, shout out to my uncle Chris. Who, if you're listening right now, thank you, Uncle Chris, for uh, yes, for for you. providing comments on the Podbean website and on the Instagram page. Um, so, for any of you else out there, we will see those comments if you make those on the Podbean yes. website and on any of the social media. Or if so you email us, we do. He had he had lots of thoughts on um, Game of Thrones. I guess they recently wrapped up Game of Thrones, and I, he maybe was listening to our Game of Thrones episode, so he made a bunch of comments on what he thought. You know, after finishing the series, his thoughts on how it wrapped up and different questions he had and stuff. And then he also had. Lots of valid thoughts on how we could formulate a war movie bracket. So, so what I was going to speak of of that was I liked his idea of the dates. So, you know, yeah. between certain, yeah. we could do that with Disney, and I know they had one already made like that where okay. we do early Disney versus each okay. other, and then we, okay. you know, we kind of do more modern. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we could do something I, like that. I liked his idea a lot because you know, as we were kind of talking it through and spitballing it on the last episode it's like you kind of have to do it's really hard specific wars going against each other because it's like how do you have a world war ii movie versus like a some movie or some war that was fought in like the 1700s right. or the or, 1600s or, or whatever. you know you a know, modern like, like american sniper that's right. based on a true story yeah of you know the 
arguably the world's greatest or at least America's greatest sharpshooter, yeah. you know, it becomes one of those you're like, well. Yeah. They're so different and they're dealing with such different subject material right. that it's hard to have them all in the same bracket. So, yeah, I think that one will be a fun one. Um, real quickly before we get super sidetracked, have you seen any of the Marvel shows on Disney Plus yet? I have not, not yet. Okay. So I'll, we'll save that conversation for once you've seen those because I, I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about that now that we've finished the MCU bracket podcast. But there's um so far they've had wandavision falcon and the winter soldier and then i'm watching loki right now loki's uh in the I've middle seen, of their first I've seen season the previews for all of them and i hope um, i heard wandavision's not the best see I've, in, I've heard it's okay but it's not in my know. opinion at least so far we'll see how loki finishes up but as of like this very moment like four episodes into loki i think loki's my favorite wandavision's my second favorite falcon and the winter soldier is my third favorite um, but it's, I think once you've watched those, once you've had a chance to watch those at some point, it'll be interesting to kind of come back and revisit our discussion on the MCU because these shows on Disney plus, I think have, it's going to give you a pretty good idea of maybe what direction they're going to go right. post Thanos, which I think was when we were building this bracket and we were talking about how fun it would be to discuss all these movies. That was one of our big questions is like, okay, what next? Right. You know, because like, it's like, do we just stop and yeah. like Marvel's <clears throat> just done? Yeah. Like, cause to me and to I think probably a lot of other people it was like okay we were building up building up building up to this battle against Thanos and now we've beaten him so now what right you know like what's what's the big pull now because it's kind of like the Game of Thrones comparison like there's all of these other wars and battles and you know betrayals going on but really what you're glued into is what's going to happen when the Night King and all his White Walkers eventually fucking make their way south and start fucking shit up Right, they, they that's lead, the they ultimate lead it up. battle. I that, won't even get into that it becomes because. ultimately important, which is kind of like you know, yeah, you can have these little adventures of Captain America versus the Winter Soldier and Thor versus you know his sister Hela and Thor Ragnarok, and like that's all great and those can all have high stakes, but like the real battle that we're all here for is Thanos. Like, what's right. going to happen when all of our favorite heroes has to go up against Thanos? And now we've answered that question. And now what happens? So now we want to know what's next, or at least I want to know what's next. Well, and speaking of that. Like at least Game of Thrones. I think we should do a Game of Thrones part two episode. When I'd be I'm, super when, down. As soon as I'm done with this. I'd be super down. Because I'm going to have so much more in-depth thoughts than okay. just being like mind-blown. Because yeah. I had literally just finished when we were talking about yeah. it. I was just like... Because I think you were kind of like... Great. I was overwhelmed. Like, it's kind of like drinking bit. water from a fire hose kind of yeah. for you in terms of like Game of Thrones material. I just so, was like... Yeah. Oh, it was so good though. I'm so happy. Yes, I am on season six, episode three already. But hey... <laughs> you know what? Well, and I, like I said, um, you know, I think it, this would be a good time to revisit it after you've watched it through a second time because I actually did finish reading the books. And you've watched too, it twice, so. and I've as seen well. it twice. Yeah, so um, yeah, we'll we'll have lots of thoughts. I had a lot of fun doing that Iron Throne episode. That was a, that was a blast. Yeah, we'll do a second or part two of that. That's not really related as much. It, right, it'll be its own separate discussion again. But I think we should do that for sure. Yep, definitely. Well. So. I had a lot of fun doing this, man. This is yeah, a fucking man. blast. It was fun. Um, you know, thanks everybody for stopping by. We clearly have a lot of ideas for episodes to come. Yes. Um, as we've both said multiple times through this episode, feel free to reach out to us with um, you know, your thoughts on the MCU bracket, the Pixar bracket, if you go back and you listen to the movie franchise bracket, that one as well, or even the TV show bracket. Um, 
I mean, we're going to be coming out with more brackets. It's, yeah. It is a fun, like we discussed earlier, it's fun and easy yeah. uh, of a way to discuss these topics. And we're always happy to go back and revisit topics we've covered on prior episodes, too. Yep. So, And then, um, you know, we'll figure something out for next week. I don't think we have anything set in stone. I think it won't be a bracket. I think it's it safe to say It won't be a bracket. That, yeah. It'll probably be, a, I would probably say, a laid-back episode. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe we could do Harry Potter. I don't know, because that doesn't really need much. Uh, That'd be fun. I could sit here and shoot the shit much, about Harry Potter for a while. thought going into it. So maybe we'll do a Harry Potter episode next, uh, next week. And then, um, yeah, we'll... We'll just keep moving on. Just keep moving. Just keep swinging. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks for yeah. tuning in, everybody. Um, you know, like we've said a couple times, if you get a chance to go fill out the bracket, um, definitely do so and let us know what your favorite MCU movie was because we would like to see some, you some know. more Guardians. Or Avengers Endgame. Or Guardians. We would like to see some more results is yes, the point. Yes, just, just more results. <laughs> um, yeah. So, thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Talk to you later.